Welcome back, ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, fans of all ages, um, to the coronavirus pandemic palooza reunion episode 2020 for the cure. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is such a tagline. <laughs> this, this is, uh, yeah, but as many of you may remember, um, a Catholic podcast. Nope, a podcast for everyone by Catholics or something like that. We don't. Anyway, about no, I we just kind of decided to hop on and kind of fell into this. So uh, we're glad to be back. I'm Drew Canning, as some of you may know, and sharing MC duties today are. Oh, I'll go. I guess. Uh, (laughs) Come on, you got to feel the flow. You got to feel the flow. I'm so sorry. We're really out of it. I'm Annie Gardner, and we've added for our permanent, temporary, Mm. I don't know, for the remainder of this podcast, our third MC. Hey, it's producer Andrew. Uh, We'll see if this goes past one episode. Yeah. We'll put in the intense applause track for producer Andrew. Well, I will. I'll put that in. By we, I mean producer Andrew will do that. And now this is exciting because as, you know, as you're kind of searching the yeah, but um, fan pages online and everything, message (laughs) boards. Are there there multiple? Yeah, there are a couple. Our subreddit is popping always. So you have, of course, the yeah, butters. And then you have the Annie and Canny Fannies, right? Mm-hmm. But there's also a small but loving cohort known as the Benny Buddies. And oh my gosh. The, the Benny Buddies are, they've been clamoring. They've been clamoring. For they've been clamoring. Moment. Yeah. The Benny been... Buddies are going to usurp the rest of this podcast. And yeah, I'm just going to break off. He's going to yeah, break off and do it. He's going to do, do a yeah, but spinoff. with producer andrew Mm -hmm. um also i should note um i'm eating right now oh yeah he's a disclaimer for being incredibly rude yeah super rude very unprofessional um i had to run i was just at um mass and then Mm -hmm. had to come back to record this so i grabbed a quick plate so i have some eggs and some banana and oatmeal pancakes which, as we were discussing before, just kind of tastes like a round, warm banana, which isn't a bad thing, but I just thought I'd describe that for you all. So you know, when you hear my mouth is full, kind of know what to expect, what's going on in there, taste bud-wise. Wow, that was surreal. (laughs) But, you know, we're glad to be back here on the airwaves, bringing some sweet, sweet podcasting to... Whoever is going to listen to this. Um, now, normally, as our as our hardcore fans in the past know, we would start the show with O oh, or outrage. Um, but as uh, Benny pointed out before we started, everyone's outraged about this whole. You guys heard about this COVID nineteen thing? You heard about this? No. What is this? Anyway, we're upset about the coronavirus. So instead of doing O, we are going to share some positivity, okay? We're going to spread some pee. 
some positivity. And I can start because I've been teasing. Um, I'm so annoyed. <laughs> I, I've been oh teasing gosh. the shred of information with Andrew and Annie since we decided to do this, which because so it's of been about two weeks, yeah, so. we've been we've been prepping tirelessly or just so having Andrew. schedule oh schedule gosh. conflicts that have not allowed Please us to record, but. Them unrealistic expectations of this episode <laughs> true and, and by teasing but, by teasing you mean you just said you have information you mentioned it once said he would tell us when we're recording mm-hmm. and we haven't talked in two weeks so i've i mean i've i've kind of blown it out of proportion in my mind because i'm just really excited to share this i think that um well first pers- i mean honestly i think that it's going to kind of set me above mm-hmm. the two of you kind of we were all kind of neck and neck at like levels of like being cool or something. Oh, okay. But this is oh kind of gosh. throw me over overboard. Okay, we're ready. So the news is is that I have recently been battling a foot condition. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. A foot. I don't know if it's a fungus or something, but it's this is, this is the positivity. This, this is, is a really positivity. interesting way to start our reading and podcast is with I've your been, fungus. I, I've been battling some fungus on my foot. Now this particular affliction is known as athlete's foot. <laughs> now <laughs> oh, I just I just have to share what what type of people let me ask a question. What type of people get athlete's foot? You built all this up to reiterate that you are an elite athlete. <laughs> I just am asking a question. What type of people oh get athletes? Oh my from? gosh. It's athletes. And Shut so up. now even even <laughs> nature itself, even my own body, even my own diseases are affirming <laughs> the fact that I am an athlete. I'm an athlete. So wow. I just wanted to share that there can be no doubt. Um Yesterday, in fact, I was wearing a sports jersey that had my name on the back of it. Wow. So. I really can't compete with this. Yeah. And, you know, I guess we're going to do kind of life updates here in a second. But I have been, I had been living in um, Central America for several months. And so, you know, did I improve my, my, we call it football there, not soccer, like you, gringos. Call it football, <laughs> and um, did I improve? Not really, but <laughs> I played a decent. Were you amount. like shamed constantly oh by uh, the yeah much those, children that you were hanging out with. It was pretty bad. We um, <laughs> I was working at a school, and the dean there, who was like, you know, one of my bosses, um he would play football with us and I mean when we'd be on the same team I'd just see the disappointment in his eyes when he'd be like he'd give me a perfect he'd like dribble past all of the other team and he'd give me a perfect pass and I would just like launch it all the way to the right of the net you know completely missing <laughs> and he'd just kind of give wow. me a look that was like man you, you don't have it but apparently I do because I have a fungus You're... on my foot to say otherwise. 
I can't believe this is your news that you were, have been teasing for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. So hard to. Does hard anyone to have any that? any other positivity that they want to spread? Any toe funguses or? Um. <laughs> no, I don't have any toe funguses. I guess sadly, I have. Uh, I'll lament that I have gotten a lot less sporty in the months that have commenced since our previous podcast. I'm still known um, as Sporty Spice by several of my friends occasionally. However, mm-hmm. I am not particularly sporty anymore. So I think you have, in fact, surpassed me yes. on athleticism. Um, so you've won this battle yes. for now. Huzzah. But. Um, well, I will give a shout out to our most dedicated fan, my mother, um, because today is in fact Mother's Day. So my mom, this is cheesy, but my mom is in fact my positivity on this day. Mm. Um, as well as I FaceTimed with, uh, her and my, and she's at my grandma's, uh, currently they're, don't worry, they're sitting six feet apart at opposite ends of the kitchen table, um, to, as to not come in contact with each other, but got to see both of them briefly which was good and my I told my mom that I couldn't talk for very long because we were hopping on to do this and she got very excited and asked if that was her Mother's Day present so um yeah did you you get anything else no I I got her actual things so um and I've actually I'm the best child because one I her presence got there on Friday because I was very on top of it and then um I called her today before either of my brothers called her so um, I'm the best child in summary. And that's my positivity for the day is reveling in the fact that I have beaten my brothers in right. all things. Well, so. congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you. But Benny, shout out to, to moms on Mother's Day. Benny, did you get and, anything for your for your mother? Sorry, Annie. Oh, Annie. No, you're good. Yeah, I did. I Well, I'm 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 making making something. It's like okay. a, a wall hanging. So Aww, that's uh, nice. Yeah, that should be should be good. Um yeah, good positive thing. I also recently uh, this week have purchased a new laptop, so that Ooh, is another nice. positive development in my life. Use that sweet <laughs> uh, tax refund and stimulus check uh, <laughs> to get me an actual <laughs> functioning laptop that wow. uh, yeah will actually open in less than ten minutes. <laughs> what uh, what kind of laptop did you get there? Uh, I got a good Dell XPS fifteen, uh, which is a pretty uh, it's, it's a pretty nice video editing laptop, so uh, I can actually, you know, run so you can, Adobe programs without my computer shutting down. Start editing our Yeah But Reality TV series. We have yeah. If you want to start recording that, we also have several ideas for merch, mm-hmm. Drew, that we were talking about before you hopped on. Oh, so really? We'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, though. we're definitely we're just gonna slap the the logo on everything. I'm just like a and bunch sell of that. Start selling right. it. I'm I'm totally I'm totally for that. I'm. Uh, any way that I can make money, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you know, money is not, money is not the key to happiness, yada, yada. That's but, you know, like, very invested in money. <laughs> I can't, uh, I can't buy a Dell XP, whatever with uh, hugs and kisses, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, fair, fair. <laughs> can true. I also just make a quick comment on the computer brand Dell? This is going to be a, a little okay. bit of a tangent, but. We've never just, had those. Go ahead. <laughs> like I'm assuming, you know, that that was probably a, you know, a pretty pretty expensive laptop. I mean, not the most expensive, yeah. but 
But the thing is, like, it's Dell, you know? When have you ever thought to yourself, mm -hmm. oh, man, like, I'm going to get a nice Dell laptop, you know? <laughs> I think that uh, yeah. they just, maybe they need some help with their, their branding, you know? To, <laughs> You're saying Dell needs to rebrand. <laughs> Dell needs to rebrand to, like, maybe sound like more of a luxury line. And, like, when I think Dell, I always just think of, like, the computers that you have in your school's computer oh, yeah. lab or, like, your home PC when yep. you were five. You know, yeah, the, the big, the big clunky one. So, who so owns what, sorry, what other than Mac, what do you associate? Like, what PCs do you associate with like luxury? Oh man, that's a good question. I think maybe they just need to like stick an Apple on their laptops. Max. Who? Let's see who owns Dell. Okay, look at this, Michael Saul Dell. It's just his last name. You know, so this nice. is this is a shout out here to Michael Saul Dell. For um, when he inevitably listens to this episode. Right. I've, I've heard that he's a fan. I have and to. He, he's a he's a billionaire <laughs> businessman and philanthropist. OK, he's the CEO of Dell Technologies. I just also, I'm offering also a yeah butter. I'm offering yeah but service to you for a small fee to help you rebrand and kind of get that competitive edge back in your uh you know, back back in your business model. That's wow. all I'm saying. And and just to be clear, your your rebranding advice is just to put an apple on it. Well, that's one that's one part of it. I would also consider Phase okay. one. <laughs> I would also consider like changing the name of Dell to like Mac or something. <laughs> apple. <laughs> just kind of just kind of give it a more luxurious feel. Wow. That's all. Okay. So I, I have a couple ideas. I'm not going to tell all of them on air, you know, because I got to save some, save some of the big hitters. Um, of course, you know, but I, I just want to let that be known. You know, if there's one thing that I can do, it's, it's uh, rebrand large companies. And so I just wanted to, everyone <laughs> that's, kinda, that's the one thing you can do. Well, that's, that's kind of, it's not the one thing I can do, but people kind of, I'm known for that. You know, it's kind of, <laughs> You know, when, when people are describing Drew, oh, you know, that guy, okay. he's great at rebranding large businesses. That's kind of, <laughs> that's like the first thing that you get out of me if we meet. Okay, yeah, which which ones are on your resume? Yeah, who have you rebranded? Re well, yeah. well, come on, guys. You know, uh, you ever you ever heard of, uh, you ever heard of uh, uh, Coca-Cola? <laughs> <laughs> what? No. Let me let me say I can't I can't disclose what companies I've worked with because I have <laughs> some agreements, but I'm just I'm just asking unrelated. Oh my gosh. Unrelated. Unrelated. Have you have heard, we of heard of Coca Cola? Uh no, I've never heard of Coca Cola. Do do tell. You've never is that is that the same as Pepsi? Oh it sounds like a worse Pepsi. Oh my gosh. Are you seriously <laughs> Pepsi? Are you no, a Pepsi person, obviously, Amy? Obviously I'm not a Pepsi person. That's insane. Okay, right. Well, my grandma's a Pepsi person, so maybe watch it a little. <laughs> <laughs> okay. apologies to drew's grandma yeah happy mother's day grandma happy mother's day um well should we should we stop talking about uh all the cool companies that i've rebranded and get into our, yeah, our life, updates? life updates sure. yeah. drew you want to start us out okay i was going to suggest someone else start because i want to eat no, a little bit but no it's fine start. we're i'll go okay. okay so since when was the last episode we recorded like maybe june June of last year, almost a year. Uh, probably. Was the last episode the one that me and Benny did, or was it 
Well, no, there was there was one with you guys after that. that. Yeah, it was the one about uh, free time. Interestingly right. enough, did we release that though? I don't know if we. Yeah, we did. It. Okay, I thought we did. Yeah, it's up there. Okay, um, but uh, a convenient topic for maybe a re-listen um, for those dealing with a lot of free time in this. Yeah, quarantine. I don't know. If, was that one any good? Yeah, they're all. I don't. Good. I, th- I thought it was. You know, rate five stars. <laughs> yeah, what are we talking about? We have all good episodes. They're all amazing. We've never made a bad episode. No, okay, all sorry. Hitters. Okay. Go ahead. Andrew Canny, life update. Well, since June of last year, many of you remember that I was gone for one of the episodes, episode nine or ten, because I was in Belize on a mission trip. And I was there... Um, in a small town on the border of Guatemala with a, a Catholic mission. And they, they have several kind of apostolates in that country, but one of which is um, teaching at a local high school. And so in August, I moved back to Belize to work for a year as a missionary teacher there in that town on the border of Guatemala. And I was originally supposed to be there until early June, but because of, you know, this whole pandemic deal, I got kind of shipped off to Corpus Christi, Texas, which is where I am now um, for a couple more weeks. Uh, you know, just living large. I'm on a, at a retreat center right now, just kind of hanging out, doing some work. But yeah, before that, I was I was in Belize teaching at a high school, living in uh, a missionary community there, having a blast. It was a great year. Um, I feel like I, you know, learned a lot, grew a lot, was challenged in a lot of different ways, and um, was obviously super sad to have had to cut that time short, both with the other, you know, the other volunteers that were there teaching as well as the other people in the community who, you know, you get to, you get to know and build relationships with. So that was a bummer, but all in all, you know, it was a great year and yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I was saying, you know, I learned a lot about football and in, as instead of soccer, ate a lot of good, um, a lot of good tortillas. Oh my gosh. If you ever go to like, Central American country tortillas are just going to be ruined for you, you know. Okay, you go you to like. Recognize, I'm going to remind you that I'm Mexican and have grown up with homemade tortillas. Okay, well, I'm just <laughs> I'm saying like, life, so... if you're if you do not have homemade tortillas, you know, and I don't, they're all just so easy to make. I can like teach you how to make them. My gosh, they're literally th- like four ingredients. Do you need me to? Can I finish my life update? I'm just just saying that (laughs) this is like so easily fixed. Anybody can learn how to make homemade tortillas. They're super easy. Okay. Well, real tortillas are so good. And, you know, if you're just going to Taco Bell, forget it. You know, (laughs) I, you know, before I left, this is like just one transformation. You know, before you left, you kind of go in thinking, well, you know, Taco Bell is the peak of cuisine. Um, You have their cheesy potato burritos which are so good. And then you go and like have real tacos and burritos and things. And it's just like, yeah, it's game, game over. I'm glad you have since uh, experienced actual food. 
Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it was so good. The best thing that I probably had was I was in Mexico. Mm. Uh, what town? Oh man, I can't remember. Mm. Chetumal, Mexico. It's on the southern border with Belize. And they had some tacos al pastor. Ah. Mm. Which they literally, I mean, they just have the lamb kind of hanging there. Mm-hmm. And they shave, shave it off. It was just like a street cart right outside our hotel. Mexican street it food was, is best food. Oh my gosh. It was Dang. the best. It was the best taco I've ever had. It was from a street wow. cart. And you think like. Find the street cart. We're telling our, <laughs> our listeners. Right. It's outside of the, I think it was like a blue hotel in Chetum Mall. Okay. <laughs> Go there and make it happen. If you find it, let us know. Yeah. Tell us, send us a review. Bring us back, bring us back some tacos. <laughs> okay. That's, I guess, it for me. I'm going to popcorn to Annie. Wow. Um, okay, yeah. So we, I looked it up. We, the last episode released in early July. Um, really? Yeah, it was like July 3rd or something. So. Yeah, but it also, it took me like a month yeah, to edit that one. I know. <laughs> um so yeah i'm not really sure i I know i was back in in california um when we when we when we did those last few episodes so as maybe some of our listeners know or remember i um, was doing an internship the last rotation of my um kind of extended co-op thing at nasa armstrong flight research center out in southern california um so i finished that up in over last summer and then wasn't entirely sure what job stuff was going to hold for me kind of over, um, the next or for after graduation. Um, so I wasn't locked into, to working at, at Armstrong and I was kind of looking for some options. Cause as I believe I've expressed and we'll probably get into a little bit, um, with today's topic, I, uh, struggled a little bit with like community and things like that in that area of California. So I absolutely loved my job and the people I worked with and everything, but I was looking for some, I was looking my options open for like jobs and um, full-time employment and things like that. So um, yeah, I came back for, this has been my fifth and final year at, at the beloved KU. Um, so yeah, interestingly of the three of us, I wasn't expecting to be the only one remaining at KU this year. <laughs> <as> true. Um, <laughs> so that was interesting. Um, but it's been, yeah, it's been a, a really, a really good year. I, um, had a really, because of like my co-op taking a, a semester kind of out of my curriculum and me being able to spread out some of my classes, I've had like a pretty decently light year. Um, as far as classes go, for example, I'm currently finishing up seven credit hours um, for this semester. I'm literally nice. in two classes. Amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, truly senior spring has been, um, it has just been awesome. <laughs> um, I haven't really needed to do anything, but anyway, so yeah, so I, um, but this year has been, been really good. I was able to kind of, uh, invest a lot more in, um, certain aspects of like the St. Lawrence center and stuff that I've gotten to, to, uh, deal more with over the years. So especially things like our, our retreat that we put on every semester, Quinnia, I've got to be on service team for that and, and things like that. So yeah, it's been, it's been definitely a good year. And then, um, in September or so, uh, or October, I think, I got uh, an email that uh, NASA Johnson Space Center was looking to fill some positions for flight controllers for the International Space Station. So those are the um, people that sit in mission control 
Um, basically, like in the movies, when you see the astronauts that they're like, Houston, we have a problem. We're Houston. They were the problem. We have to deal with their problem. You're basically. the problem. Yeah, <laughs> we're the problem. Um, no, we have to. We have to deal with their problem, basically. Um, which is which is fun. Uh, but anyway, so I got a, an email that they were coming on campus. Um, some recruiters were coming on campus to like do in-person interviews for that, and you had to like apply for like sending your resume and stuff and like apply for a they only had so many um interview openings obviously so uh, i was like okay i don't i hadn't necessarily been seeking opportunities like that but i was like this sounds pretty cool sort of a seems like kind of a dream job from when i was a kid so um i went ahead and applied for the interview got an interview spot um got to do that on campus it went really well um it was a lot of fun i i really liked the people that did you go to the interview dressed up as a spaceship um, yeah, I was actually, uh, dressed up as, as a space shuttle. It was, it was complete with like the, the plane wings and everything. It was, it was really good. That's awesome. Um, that's how you get ahead. That's how you, yeah. So just like a note, if you want to, if you want to work for NASA, show up dressed as a space shuttle, um, right. to all interviews. Dress anyway, um, dress for the job you want. That's- yeah. Dress for the job you want. <laughs> um, anyway, so I did that, I did that interview is, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, but then they were kind of focused on like, January hires and stuff and obviously I wasn't I wasn't graduating till May so they were sort of like you'll hear later sort of thing and then I kind of forgot about it promptly um for uh, several months and then I got and then they reached back out in like January and were like hey we liked you when we interviewed you can you come um down to Houston for an in-person interview or yeah like on site and so they flew me down I interviewed for like a full day um got to it was it was also a very fun interview day we um i like interviewed with multiple sub or yeah like subgroups within mission control um to see where i would kind of fit best as well as uh when i did like a technical presentation and then they had us play uh this game it's i think it's on like the steam platform i think it's called that we've talked about it what was it was like uh keep talking and no one blows up or something is that it yes um where you basically have to like defuse a bomb um, with like one person's like controlling or like looking at and can see like the puzzles and stuff. And then the other people, like you're on two sides and the other people on the other side have like how to solve the puzzles and defuse it. Um, so some interesting parallels to mission control, um, certainly. So yeah, so it was, it was really fun. Um, it was a good day. And then, yeah. And so uh, I flew down, they flew me back and I got a call a few days later with, with that job offer. Um, and yeah, I took a few days to, to think about it and pray about it and everything. And I just seemed pretty clear that God was asking me to move to Texas as well. So shout out Drew. Um, and yeah, so I am now finishing up. Um, this is finals. This coming week is finals week for us. I don't have any finals, but I have like final projects and presentations and stuff that I got to get through. But, um, yeah. And then I'm moving to, I start in early August. So I'm moving to Houston end of july and we'll be there for a while and Ever. yeah uh forever Ever. now just um, in the mission control room and yeah just they're just gonna <laughs> yeah i have uh like a year and a half of intensive training before i'm certified to sit on console as they call it so mm-hmm. um but yeah so i'm working for nasa still just like a different nasa and technically as a contractor this time um but still but yeah now i'm doing now i'm doing space stuff for nasa which is pretty pretty wild um but yeah that's kind of the i don't, I don't think know. that we're qualified to be in a podcast with you you're certainly not and i'm really, really <laughs> lowering my standard here 
you're well, Drew like, is an athlete, so that's yeah, true. that's true. I'm not qualified to. I'm not athletic enough to probably be on a podcast. So mm-hmm. we're all we just bring different different gifts to the table that's here, right. Drew. So. Right, you're the brains. I'm the brawn. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. As we as we've always known, you. I mean, yeah. you are the as we uh, didn't we say last time that you're like the nerdy. Was it the opposite? I don't remember. You can cut this out. I don't know. I mean, I, I've always uh, kind of had the the dumb jock stereotype cast on. Yeah, me, yeah. You know? That's true. People always kind of think, oh, well, he must be, you know, he must be some football guy or something. They can just tell that you're such an athlete that they're like, he just right. must be an idiot. <laughs> right, right. You know, and and I think that that is unfair. And that's why, that's part of the reason I started this podcast was to kind of break down those stereotypes. Breaking stereotypes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. Some have called okay, it, well. some have called it kind of, some have said it, that I'm brave for doing it. Um, <laughs> some may call it brave, but. It's I, I don't, so I don't know. know. You know yeah. Yeah. Job, so. Okay. Well, on that note, uh, Producer Andrew, would you like to give oh us your my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, on the episode that I was on, I think I talked about being a Culture Project missionary, which I still am to this day, uh, so it hasn't killed me yet. Uh-huh. Uh, but I've been uh, you know, living in Cleveland, Ohio for uh, the past school year. I moved in October uh, to Cleveland. And I've been uh, yeah, serving the mission uh, until until now, so... Uh, it was it was a lot of fun before the quarantine happened. It's it's a lot less fun now that we're stuck inside, uh, and we don't actually get to go to schools and give talks. So, um, yeah, but still still hanging in there. Um, and I'm I'm gonna be doing it again next year, uh, but I don't know for sure where I'm gonna wow. be. Uh, yeah, but we're we've got I think two more weeks here in, in Cleveland, and then I'm I'm heading back to Kansas. So nice. Um, yeah, that's about everything that's happened in, in my life and that's that's important i got a new laptop as i said uh which Oof. isn't necessarily a big life update but uh, that's <laughs> but for, that's, but that's for you you know you're excited about that and yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not gonna judge you yeah i got a life update uh i i started uh, a different podcast than this i kind of was a trader to plug your other podcast no i i won't i won't what even say what the name is i'll just say that i that i've been doing what is it? that it's, uh it's pa on pa is that right uh pa from pa uh PA PA. because it's as me and uh the other guy i'm, I'm on mission with his his name is parker so we're, we're the pa nice okay nice yeah you know i i, I think that uh i think that's great i'm I'm still dealing kind of emotionally with the fact that I leave for eight months and both of you run off to other podcasts. Yeah, we've already replaced you. Yeah, obviously we didn't need you in this endeavor. <laughs> I know, seriously. It's like you have a great band, you release an album, and then all of a sudden, you know, you go away to live in Belize for a couple months and your bandmates just join other bands. Yeah, that's pretty much exactly that's how it works so the tale is old as time tale is old as time but True. that's okay you know we're we're back now and um in in the contracts that you guys signed it said that you can no longer ever be on any other podcast ever so oh. we're back that's forever oh okay well yeah least, when did we okay. when did we sign that at least well anyway at least <laughs> this episode we're back forever that's that's what I can say. Okay. 
That's yeah, for, oh, for right now, we are back. Right now, yeah. we're temporarily, we're back forever. We're back forever. Okay. Now, I'm okay with this. this episode, after our 32-minute intro... <clears throat> yeah, I was going to ask if we were going to comment on this insanely long... We you have to give what? life updates, though. It's yeah. okay. You expect we'll just... us not to give life updates? Yeah, that's in, that's insane. And what I've learned personally, just in my life and experiences, is that people really love the sound of my voice and <laughs> love listening to me talk and talk and talk and talk endlessly for yeah, hours. Endlessly for hours. So I think that I hope that our fans will, you know, be okay with at least the stuff that I've said. I, I can't speak for how you feel about me <laughs> and. Any, but we'll actually just post Drew's audio file. Like we won't put in Benny's or mine at all. It'll literally just be <laughs> just be Drew. Yeah, well we can we can do you know how like how sorry I'm on like a music kick right now, but how bands will sometimes release like an acoustic version or like mm-hmm. you know, this is the this it'll is be the, the stripped down Drew's track only. Right. Right. We'll release that in addition. Wow. For our so, Patreon <laughs> after our 33 minute introduction now at this point in time we're gonna get into the meat and potatoes of this yeah but special reunion episode okay wow. and our uh our theme normally we do a question um but we didn't really think about how we could phrase this in a question so we just have a theme for this episode um is something that's we've all kind of experienced in different ways, both, well, everyone experiences it throughout their life, you know, but I think that at this time in each of our lives, we're kind of reflecting, especially on community, you know, um, what is community? What are its fruits? You know, what makes a good community? Things like this. I actually have some notes written down. Let's see if I can grab them. But, um, he's prepared. (laughs) Prepared, son. Um, And so, yeah, we're, we're all kind of in different places in our lives, but we're all kind of reflecting on this idea of community. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, yeah, if anyone has any anything to add to that. Um, I, will, I am not as prepared as uh, Drew, sorry to everybody. Huh. So I didn't write any notes down whatsoever. But um, yeah, I think that, you know, what kind of brought this up when we were talking about it a couple weeks ago was um, everybody's feeling like the necessity for human connection right now, essentially, in like its various forms. And so it's forced, yeah, a lot of um, reflection on on community. And I think it's also interesting to talk about the necessity of like in-person community um, versus like online communities and things like that. And I, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like I kind of alluded to in my life update, um, and we've talked about before, is I've struggle a lot with like communities and in other places because I think that you know at at KU and at St. Lawrence we have a a very intense and it it can have its its issues certainly um as well but like a very intense very uh fruitful form of community especially like in a in a Catholic environment and then to like walk into some place that like doesn't have that or you're kind of you know I feel like we're constantly especially at this age um in kind of transition periods Mm -hmm. and so what happens I'm faced again with I'm moving to a new city here in um, a couple of months. I know some people in the area, but um, I don't, you know, it's not like my best friends are there. Um, I haven't spent years 
facilitating opportunities and, and friendships and things like that. And so I'm walking again into this area where I'm like, okay, I know I need community because I felt the absence of it intensely and in, at various points in my life. Um, but what do you, what do I look for? What do I do? How do I need to put myself out there? How do I need to um, facilitate community myself so that others can be brought into it and I can like find also what I need? Because I think it's obviously very mutually beneficial um, to have community. So I think this is a good topic. Um for right now, as we're all, as a lot of people are feeling more isolated, as well as um, I think all of us are going to deal with this question at several points in our life. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, I think, I think it, talking about all that kind of begs the question then, what is our, what is our working definition of community, you know? Because um, mm-hmm. we say that, and there are a lot of different ideas that can, that can come up when you hear that word community. So Benny, you know, you're a, you're a culture project missionary. You're you're well versed in kind of these ideas. Do you, do you have a, a working definition for us? Maybe. That you can oh give? my gosh. Uh no. <laughs> Damn. I am not prepared for an actual definition of what this word means. If, but uh, but I mean, we do. If you could just like give a like a spitball, you know, when you think community, what do you think? At least when we're talking sure. about it in this context. Yeah, I think it is just describing a group of people living together and living for the other people. Hmm. Like, I think that that's something that when we talk about community uh, and we don't clearly define what it is, people can come into it. I've come into it having the mindset of, like, what can I get out of this experience? What can these people give to me? Uh, And, like, how can I fulfill my own needs? But I think at the heart of of every like actual functioning community, there is uh, there, there there has to be the attitude of like what can I give to these people and not not what can I take from them. Yeah, I have I have I like that I have in my notes because you know when you say community and we're talking about this, you know, at, at a basic sense, people can say, well, a community is just like people that are around each other quite a bit, you know. Um, mm-hmm. some people would use the phrase like doing life together, you know? Um, yeah. and so I have here in my notes, I said that a good community is one in which members value the good of the others. Um, and they, um, prioritize self gift giving of yourself, you know, like you said, living for the other over self gain. Um, mm-hmm. and so I think like, yeah, that, that's an important aspect too. In, in a in a good community, one that's going to build you up, like you said, you can't be, you know, primarily focused about what am I going to get out of this, um, because I think part of it, and this is kind of a lot to unpack, but part of it is, you know, do you trust the other members of the community to be able to, you know, provide you with what you're going to need, you know, and if you do, then you can have the freedom. Um, to provide for them as well. Yeah, I think that I really like that definition of focus because when we talk about like fruitfulness of community, um, there's still even the temptation to be like, oh, fruitfulness is like, what am I getting out of this? How are mm-hmm. how am I being served? All that. And I think oftentimes when we think about uh, community, we want to like walk into like an established community and just like start getting stuff out of it basically. Um, and I think it's important to think also about sometimes you have to, to like create community where you're at and it might not be exactly like what you 
thought it would be, or it might not be your like, I don't know, your kind of idealized version of it as it as community really is because we're dealing with with people. Um, but accepting kind of like gift where it is is I think um, really important um, in that you know you need to be like giving that of that of that gift as well mm-hmm. and so and that can be really daunting to sort of facilitate community on on your own in a sense or I think a lot of times when we say community even like my experiences with it is like bigger you know so like St. Lawrence or like my youth group in high school or um, clubs that I was involved in or whatever and it's all starts off very structured very organized um, in something I'm just kind of slip into but I think there, and one of the things I kind of, I guess I'll transition into one of the things I said I wanted to talk about is um, like the community of the home. Um, and yeah, I've, I've found a lot in the last year, especially, but in the last, in the last few years, as I've been living with people more or kind of like going into other people's homes who, who live together, um, this kind of desire that everybody has to, to just like sh- share space together and also to share food. I've been on like a really intense baking kick recently. Um, I've made several muffins. I made scones yesterday. I made snickerdoodle cookies a couple days ago. Yeah, it's been, it's been good. I'm learning, I'm going to make biscottis next, I think per the request of my mother. Um, But the, I don't know that I think it's just so interesting to think about and talk about how food facilitates community as well as like hosting and like, bringing other people into your home and just like offering what you have essentially. Um, Cause I think that people again could be daunted in what it means to facilitate community and be like, Oh, if I bring people, if I like have people over my house needs to be like perfectly clean. I need to like have made a meal, all this stuff. And like as a college student or as like a young adult, that's insane essentially. Um, <laughs> we're <laughs> busy, don't know how to cook, like whatever it is. Um, but even just like, opening your doors and just being like people can come in kind of whenever or um and they'll always be able to find just like people here looking for like good conversation essentially um and just like people to to just be with um and talk to oh benny i hear your sorry when we first got bells, on the bells are ringing yeah though you can hear the bells are ringing in the background a little bit which we said is what we were going for in our uh, church aesthetic <laughs> so right. sorry right. anyway um, but yeah, the idea of just like opening your home for like what it is and not needing everything to be perfect all the time, but also like I enjoy baking a lot. Um, and just like people get so excited when you've like made something and it can be like, it took me like 20 minutes or something to make muffins. Like it's very easy. Um, and I just had a free time, so I just did it, but people being like so appreciative and like it opens up other levels of people when you like share things with them. Um, and that can be personal. That can be like your story or whatever it is, but also like the act of sharing a meal, sharing food. And when we look at um, traditional cultures, you know, I, we have a group of Italian sisters here at, here at KU at St. Lawrence whom we love and they just love making food all the time and they love their coffee and it's, and they love just like bringing people into their home, giving them a meal, giving them coffee, sitting and talking with them and it, you know, like just transforms people. It, it changes people's lives. And we can do that so easily um, with with so little. And I, so I think it's interesting and um, important to note that that can be done and doesn't necessarily have to be like insane or a big deal or 
scary and nobody's going to judge you if your house is like messy and things like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think like that, that idea of, it, it can be, it can be a little freaky um, when thinking about, well, what, what can I, what can I do to fil- facilitate community? Right. I mean, and this mm-hmm. might, this might be kind of getting ahead a little bit, but when you don't have a community, you know, you have to be willing to kind of create one. And so, mm-hmm. if you, well, what, like, what do I do? Do I need to start a club or, you know, whatever? No, like there, there are simple things like inviting people over and sharing a meal with them, you know, and that, that's an instant, it's an instant bond. I, I had right. an experience this, um, this year where I went into some rural villages in Guatemala with a priest who's celebrating mass there you know mm-hmm. these people you know they're they're just out really in in the middle of nowhere in in eastern guatemala and so they don't they don't have access to a, a parish you know they don't have regular mass every sunday um, right they maybe get to see the, the priest anywhere from once a month to once a year you know mm-hmm. and so while we were there these people after we'd say mass, they would invite us back to their houses and they'd, they'd serve us food, you know, and just poor, you know, poor, poor, poor. Um, and you don't know, like, you don't know if they're going to eat after you leave, you know, because maybe right. they've given you all the food that they have that day. Um, and even though I like, I, at that time, especially was like really out of practice with my Spanish and could only say a few broken sentences, you know, to communicate things. There was still mm-hmm. a sense of community there, you know, because I knew that they were, they were giving something of themselves to me and they didn't have to, it wasn't of any gain to them that they right. give me this food, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, it's because of that. It's that self gift. It's that, you know, what can, what can I do for other people that creates that sense of community? Well, yeah, and I, I think, think that's key. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Benny. Like, yeah, I think, think that's, that's the key to everything right there is, like they aren't, they aren't looking for a re- reward out of that, mm-hmm. um, which is like so important for us uh, going into that to be willing to give everything that we have without expectation of anything at all in, in return, uh, which is hard. Like it, it really yeah. sucks to, to learn how to do that. Um, and I mean, coming from my perspective, being a very introverted person, uh, and people talk about like fulfilling their own needs in community. Like I never understood that because I was like, I feel like I could just live by myself all the time and like I would be, I'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I wouldn't feel bad about myself, but um, uh, yeah, I think, I think the, the need for community comes out of like the opportunity they give us uh, to, to make a gift of ourselves for them. Um, yeah, that's just, like really uh, the tough part of it is, yeah, be, being there, not not for yourself uh, and not for what you can gain out of it, but, mm-hmm. but for the, the people that are involved. Yeah, totally. I think it's also inter- or a, th- a thing that I've seen happen like time and time again with things like this and with like the idea, even just the basic idea of self-gift is that like kind of like love draws out love. And so like, I mean, you think about if somebody does something even just very simple for you, you automatically have like an inclination to respond with gratitude or um to just like respond at all and it's like so easy to kind of like love people who who show who like express that kind of gift 
Um, and I think that that's such an important factor in facilitating community because it's not like, you know, and we, we say like in, in kind of the very Catholic sense that, um, you know, self-gift you in the prayer of St. Francis, it says like in giving we receive. Um, and that is so obviously true in instances like that, um, where it is kind of like a natural progression. Like you're not doing it for any gain that you may receive, but we're only rewarded, you know, essentially for, um, the gifts that we give, whether it's like in an instance that happens here or, or kind of like later. Um, but I think that is such an important and like beautiful natural consequence of, of facilitating community. Like when you kind of step out and like, you're not going to succeed all the time, or like maybe you kind of strike out a few times, but, um, kind of keeping at it, you will like, it'll eventually work. You will eventually find community. Like we're, we're kind of created to, to be in a relationship with each other and everybody, especially we can see that now is acutely feeling this need for like human interaction and human connection. So like, it's really only going to eventually work. It's just kind of um, being bold enough to step along the process. Right. Right. Because uh, it can be, it can be difficult when you don't have community or when you're not in that practice. Um, like Andrew had said, you're not in that practice of like, yeah, we talk about self-gift, giving of yourself, but just like making sacrifices, you know, when, when you're not right. in that um, mindset, it's difficult to get to that mindset, but you yeah. find, you find quickly that, you know, that mindset is, is worth it, you know, because I think we've all been a part of bad community. Like we've all experienced mm-hmm. it, you know, whether for a day or for 10 years, you know, where I would say like fruit of bad community is, is one that is kind of turned in on itself, you know, yeah, not really willing to, to go out to, to bring more people in. Right. Cause we want to bring people into communion with us. And so when mm-hmm. it's just like, Oh, you know what? It's uh it's Saturday night again. So we're going to, we're going to get together just the five of us and we're going to, get pizza not again invite. and sit on the couch and watch a movie. And that's all we're doing, right. you know, and not invite other people. And right. Yeah. Right. And so, I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's not going to fulfill you. It like, it might, it might be like numbing, like, Oh, this is what we do. And, you know, we make jokes and we laugh and whatever, mm. but like, that's not, that's not good community. You know, there's, there's an aspect of community that's going to stretch you and it's going to make you grow. Um, right. good community challenges you good community members do that. You know, when, um, when you're living um, in close proximity to people and you'll know this from having roommates or, you know, being on mission or like, even if you're going to work with the same people every day, sometimes you're, you're not going to feel like being a good community member, you know? Right. I tend to get burnt out, burnt out on certain things and then just like really desire to shut down, you know, like, I don't, I don't want to talk to anyone right now. I just want to go home and, Mm-hmm. watch a movie or whatever, you know, but then there yeah. are times where, um, your community members are going to kind of call you out of that and, and say either directly or indirectly, like, you know, you need to, you need to step out of that right now and, and be a part of the community. And, you know, 99% of 90% of the time, that's, that's going to be the right choice. You know, obviously there's, there's a, a time for everything, you know, so sometimes right. yeah, you're going to have to be alone and that's good too. It's really good. You know, we're not saying you always need to be with somebody, yeah. but you know, when, when you have that inclination to say, I, I want to spurn my community right now, I want to 
be alone because I feel angry or upset. Like that's mm-hmm. not the answer for you. It's not the answer. Right. Oh, sorry. I had a point and now it just escaped me because I really liked your point. Hmm. Look at that. Kind of <laughs> wise. Oh um, no, we can't, we can't boost the ego anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> Dang it. This is really bothering me. No, that's okay. So, so I can, I can keep going. I, I have a, I have a, uh, a quote here. Oh, I remember it. Oh, yep. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, oh. I was just going to say that kind of all of this, you know, as, um, not assuming that all of our listeners obviously are uh, just young college age people. Um, but for those of us who are young college age people, I think that, and, and maybe as a reminder to others, I think that kind of talking about community when we um, as Catholics started to talk about our vocation, that's like sort of our ultimate community. Um, and so like really getting good at and recognizing what makes good community now is like crucial practice and preparation for, um, cause you know, if you, if you're called to marriage, like you get married, have kids, that's kind of the first and central community that you have, um, and that you're in charge of, uh, cultivating and, you know, our first place of experiencing communities with our families. And so recognizing in, in practicing frequently as we kind of move through different phases of life, the necessity and good of true community. And, you know, we talk about, um, the need for, community members to like essentially make us better um to make us better people it should be challenging us it should be should be encouraging growth um in virtue and that's the whole point of vocation as well um is to essentially make us better people and it's the same very obvious as you're experiencing um kind of in in formation and in uh, living with with community as well if you're if you're called to like religious life or something like that um yeah, and as in Benny, as I'm sure you're experiencing being on mission with with other missionaries as well. It's yeah, it's just it's so necessary for our good, essentially, that it's not like this isn't really a responsibility. We can just be like, oh, we can like shrug off and be like, no, I don't need that. Mm-hmm. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Taking taking that out of you know just even the even the Catholic jargon you know yeah. we, we have a, we have a lot of those those you know words and terms that we like to use specifically for Catholic circles but just like within the world and within life you want your community to to be making making you better you know making you grow mm-hmm. I would I would assume right and so when you're looking for good community you have to ask whether it's the people that you pray with or the people that you're you know playing softball with, uh, to a certain extent, like, like what, what is the goal here? You know, what's the goal of this community? Um, do I have the same kind of goals and desires as other people in this community? And if, if not, then, you know, this, this can't be the community that's like primarily feeding me, you know? And Mm -hmm. if, if the goals of the people in this community are in fact, like directly against the goals that I have, then, you know, should I be a member of this community at all? For instance, if you're someone who, uh, let's say is, is struggling with, with drinking, right. And you find that you're, you know, you're getting, you want to stop drinking, right. You want to, you want to be sober, whatever. And you're still a part of this community that they often are going out and going to bars or whatever. And not even in a sense of, you know, throwing wild ragers. 
Um, mm-hmm. But they still are, they don't have a concern for this, this goal of yours, you know, then you have to ask yourself, you know, is this, is this a community that I want to belong to? Right. And I think that's important as well. That is important. I have a, a quote here from great philosopher and saint um, and pope, John Paul II, and from a, a, Wednesday, a Wednesday audience of his from 1994. And it's talking about common life, the importance mm-hmm. of common life, the beauty of common life. Uh, and, and he says that, uh, quote, the gospel indicates the importance of fraternal charity as the soul of the community, and thus an essential value of the common life. There is reference to the disputes which took place on several occasions between the apostles themselves. In following Jesus, they did not cease to be men, children of their time and their people. They were anxious to establish ranks of greatness and authority. Jesus' response was a lesson in humility and willingness to serve. Then he gave them his commandment of mutual love according to his example. In the history of church, especially in that of religious institutes, the question of the relationship between individuals and groups has often been raised, and this is where I think it's important. Uh, it has no other valid answer than that of Christian humility and fraternal love, which unites in the name and power of Christ's love, as the ancient song of the Agape says over and over again, the love of Christ has gathered us together. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, what what John Paul II is saying here is that at the end of the day, you know, and, and it's just kind of an, a restating of, of kind of the main idea that we've been attacking here, right? The answer is self-gift. It's, it's humility, right? And it's loving your brother. Um, and I think that for any person, you know, whether you're a Catholic or a Christian or not, this idea of, you know, there is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friend that rings true no matter what. Um, and in community, it's, it's paramount that that's kind of what you're, what you're seeking. You know, we could talk about, um, we could talk about these ideas of, um, you know, looking out for number one, people say, or, or if we all just acted with our own self-interest, right. Um, Mm -hmm. then everything would kind of work out, you know, um, but we have, we all know it feels like from personal experience that that it doesn't work, you know, it leaves us feeling kind of unfulfilled, right? Right. So there are some wise words to ponder on from, from Pope St. John Paul II there. Yeah. I like that quote a lot. Yeah. That's probably a good place to wrap up then if, uh, unless anybody has anything else. Benny, what do you think? Have anything else to share with us? Any words of wisdom? No, I think I think we're good to go. Okay. Wow. Well, I mean, did we want to take any um, any closing segments before we leave? We haven't planned this. We I I forget what what the options are. Really, the only one I can remember is fish buckets, and I. <laughs> You're anti fish yeah, buckets. Um, very hesitant to, we, to we do have, that. Uh, Wait, are you saying you want to do fish buckets? No, I said I'm very hesitant to do that for a reunion episode. Okay, what about uh, the song lyrics? Any, uh, any good songs? 
Oh, this has been interesting. Um, so I have started in this last year, I have started listening to a lot heavier music, interestingly, because some of my several of my friends listen to a lot of really heavy metal. Um which has been very interesting for me, but I have a, a, a playlist um, that I love dearly that is entitled Edgy Book Girl. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. I don't remember who, but somebody told me that they felt like that was my vibe. And I obviously loved it so much that I was like, that's me now. And very annoyingly made a playlist off of it. So that's just, you mentioned uh, um, song lyrics. So I thought I'd give that little update about my, my music. I, I actually I, I do have um I do have a song. Um if if one of you guys would like to read the lyrics here. Uh sure. What's the what's the song? The song so I, I have started recently listening to a lot of Dave Matthews band. Oh, love it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like kind of really into them right now. Um yeah. and so I would like one of you to read the lyrics for Proudest Monkey by Dave Matthews Band. I'm looking it up. Okay. Now, for those of you who don't know, this is kind of our, we're still not sure what we think about this uh, this segment, this bit, but I, th- I like it. I think it's funny. Just reading funny. song lyrics because like you can listen to a song and be like, oh, that's really good. But then like when you actually just read the lyrics, yeah. you're like, what is this? <laughs> like, this is nothing. So anyway. Yeah. Um, pulled up here? Yeah, I can read this one if, just a suggestion, Benny. You want to like find one that Drew can read? Maybe we can. Since there's three of us, oh. we can be doing that. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'll, if, I'll do some uh, research here. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to think through that, do you want me, Drew? Do you want me to just read this whole thing? It's yeah, read the. It's it's only it's one verse, so just go yeah, for it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this proudest is, monkey, Dave Matthews band. Dave Matthews band. Okay, swing in this tree. Oh, I am bounce around so well, <laughs> for inch to branch, limb to limb. You see, all in a day's dream. I'm stuck. Like the other monkeys here, I am a humble monkey sitting in here again, up in here again, sorry. But then came the day I climbed out of these safe limbs, ventured away, walking tall, head high up and singing. I went to the city, car horns, corners, and the gritty. Now I am the proudest monkey you've ever seen. Monkey see, monkey do. Then comes the day Staring at myself, I turn to question me. I wonder, do I want the simple, simple life that I once lived in well? Oh, things were quiet then. In a way, they were the better days. But now I am the proudest monkey you've ever seen. Monkey see, monkey do. Monkey see, monkey do. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Snaps for for Dave Matthews, proudest monkey. Yeah, that is. I have no idea. What is what is this about? Yeah, I don't understand. Come on, it's 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 like an existential like flailing, obviously. An existential. He's a, he, he's, a, he's a humble monkey, and then he goes to the city, and he becomes right. a proud monkey. This what does song, monkey do? I just this, up. this song is over nine minutes long. Yeah, it's so oh. good. It's, I mean, it's it's a great <laughs> album. You have to listen to Crash. You have to listen to this album. It's so good. Okay. But it's got some good. It's it's one verse though. Yeah. Right. But it's like they they're a jam band, you know. They play. They have like a some saxophone, some horns, a violin. It's awesome. I mean, obviously, Dave Matthews Band always has longer songs anyway. But But this is. I mean, this. 
I mean, just culturally, this is from the nineties and in the nineties, there was a lot of like, a lot of like, um, existentialism kind of in, in the art. So like the matrix or like fight club, things like that, just like yeah. questioning anyway. So anyway. Dave Matthews is not, not a means to that. Benny, do you have something for Drew to read? Uh, you know, I'm still kind of checking here on what's ridiculous yet appropriate to say. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> a, it's a, a fine line. It's a fine line. Drew, I would love if you read out without, without any sort of rhythm or a change of tone in your voice, mm-hmm. every single word of We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. Oh my gosh. Wow. This is going to be so hard for you to not do in rhythm. I know. that. Okay. This has to be the most monotone thing you've ever done. But if you could actually, if you could do it like a little poetically, you know. Right. Like, you, you, know okay. you know. Yeah, do it Do it like a, like a spoken word thing. Do you, do you yeah. want me to, to forego the, the chorus here? And yeah, we, we, we know what that is. Like right. We didn't. We didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning. That's the yeah. Course. There are okay. five verses, so this is this is gonna be something. Okay. <clears throat> Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray, South Pacific, Walter Winchell, Joe DiMaggio, Joe McCarthy, Richard Nixon, Studebaker, Television, North Korea, South Korea, Marilyn Monroe, Rosenberg's H Bomb, Sugar Ray, Pan Moonjom. Brando, The King and I, and The Catcher in the Rye, Eisenhower, Vaccine, England's Got a New Queen, Marciano, Liberace, Santayana, Goodbye, Joseph Stalin, Malenkov, Nasser and Prokofiev, Rockefeller, Campanella, Communist Bloc, Ray Khan, John, sorry, Juan Peron, Tosanini, Dacron, Dian Bien, Foo Falls, Rock Around the Clock, Einstein, James Dean, Brooklyn's Got a Winning Team, Davy Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland, Bardot, Budapest, Alabama, Khrushchev, Princess Grace, Peyton Place, Trouble in the Suez, Little Rock, Pasternak, Mickey Mantle, Kerouac, Sputnik, Zah and Lai, Bridge on the River Kwai. Did we already do Bridge on the River Kwai? No, the catcher in the rye. <laughs> second on the river quiet. Leban- I know that'd be that would be genius, honestly. <laughs> Lebanon, Charles de Gaulle, California baseball, stark weather, homicide, children of the Thalidomide, <laughs> Bobby Holly, Ben Hur, Space Monkey, Mafia, Hula Hoops, Castro, Edsel is a no go, U2, Sigmund Ree, Paola and Kennedy, Chubby Checker, Psycho, Belgians in the Congo, Hemingway, Eichmann, Stranger in a Strange Land, Dylan Berlin. That's gotta be the second Berlin reference, right? Bay of Pigs Invasion, Lawrence of Arabia, British Beatlemania, Ole Miss John Glenn, Liston Beast Patterson, uh, Pope Paul, Malcolm X, British Politician Sex, whoa, JFK Blown Away, what else do I have to say? Birth Control, Ho Chi Minh, Richard Nixon Back Again, Moonshot Woodstock, Watergate, Punk Rock, Began Reagan, Palestine Terror on the Airline, Ayatollahs in Iran, Russia in Afghanistan, Wheel of Fortune, Sally Ride, Heavy Metal Suicide, Foreign Debts, Homeless Vets, AIDS Crack, Bernie Getz. Hypodermics on the shores, China under martial law, rock and roller cola wars. I can't take it anymore. We didn't start the fire. Wow. Wow, that's yeah. incredible. That's, that's a, a, a song. <laughs> seriously, like, who wrote that? Did Billy Joel write this song? I think it's a yeah. Billy Joel original. I think so too. It's really, if you, I'm on the um, like genius page for it, mm-hmm. which is insane because every single thing has like a tag on it. Right. Um, to like oh, no. the context, which like obviously this whole song is literally just historical context. 
Right. Um, so it's it's I can't imagine who put this together. Yeah, yeah this I is mean, kind of insane. Can you just imagine? Just like okay, I have a song idea. I'm gonna list things, and they're all gonna rhyme. Also, I love that you, even though like you still fell into the rhythm, obviously because you can't you can't not with it. It's just like that's the whole song is just rhyming things in the same meter, essentially. Wow. So wow. Well, I think if we've learned anything on this podcast, it's that Billy Joel is a pretty good songwriter. Yeah. In conclusion, <laughs> just just from this, if there's any, our whole episode, on there's TV, any Billy Joel, great songwriter, Billy Joel, and you know what, Billy Joel, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, I, that I is true. We, also, we would love that. I hear he's also a yeah butter. Yeah. If mm. okay, this is a. Real, I would like to point out that both. Though. Yeah, go ahead. Both both of these songs do have the word monkey in them, so I think there might be a connection there. Might. It's all connected. Yeah, everyone's homework is to listen to "We Didn't Start the Fire" and then listen to "Proudest Monkey" by Dave Matthews. Um, but if anyone also knows anyone famous and you're listening to this, like, hook us up because that would really kind of up <laughs> our street cred as far as being a being a real podcast. What a fun so, note to end on. What a fun note to end on. You know what? It's been a pleasure being back with you guys and. Um, you know, maybe we'll do this again before uh, we don't do it. Yeah. So there's a thought for you. We're back forever. <laughs> before we least. die. Yes. We're with this back might happen again for before now. we die. We're back forever for now. Thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, butters, Annie, Kenny, Fannies, Benny, buddies. You know, God bless you and enjoy enjoy your week.